Welcome back, everybody, to the Coffee Club podcast. Hope you all are having a lovely Coffee Club day. I know we are. This is so surreal to us. We were just talking before. This is the longest break that we've ever taken from recording since we started. So if we're a little rusty, that's why. But I feel good. I think we're just gonna. I think we're gonna be refreshed and ready to just roll back into it. How are you guys feeling? Straight back into it. I think. Oh, it's just like riding a bike, isn't it? <laughs> It feels like, like we bike. haven't. They wouldn't have been, like, been released lately. But like, we made them so far in advance that it's actually only a week apart. Something but we've never us, done before. Mm, just so organized. Yeah. So with too that organized, said, too organized. <laughs> it feels weird. With that said, I hope everyone enjoyed the the New Year's special that came out last week. Happy New Year to you all. We're recording this on the first of January, so it's a big day for everyone around the world. Twenty four. We got leap year. Leap year is big. I haven't thought about like the what it means to be a leap year, but that extra day I think is pretty exciting. I mean, yeah, it, it helps us because it's an extra coffee club day, hopefully. <laughs> yes, that will factor Hopefully it falls on leap day. Yeah, we can sneak in a, an extra coffee club. At least an extra day to listen to the coffee club podcast. If it isn't a coffee club day, we'll still enjoy it as, as well as we can. But we have so much fun stuff to do today. Pretty much we'll start off with a lot of catching up, but ahead... We have a very special guest coming on today, which I'm sure you guys have already seen if you've clicked on clicked on this uh, video or you're listening to it as an audio form. And then also at the end, we're doing a little giveaway. So tease that now, listen all the way to the end, find out how you can potentially win uh, a Gus plushie, which is a big deal. It'll be the first one that we've ever given out to anyone. So please listen ahead for that. But before we get into it, CEO Gus is making us say today, if you enjoy the Coffee Club podcast, please consider like, comment, subscribe, post notifications, leave a review on Spotify or Apple Music. First, I do actually also want to say, because I haven't said this yet, for everyone that has already left a review, thank you very much. Do occasionally read those and they're very heartwarming. They're very kind. So thank you to everyone that has left us a review so far as well. It's just all that stuff just helps the podcast grow. And ultimately, um, just helps us in our plan to take over the world. And well, Gus's plan. <laughs> we're just we're just minions. <laughs> when, I, when I say we, I mean I mean Gus, of course. He was telling, he was saying something about how he wants us by the end of this year to grow big enough such that we can buy the citrus mag, mm. and then he can be in charge of Chicky Chavez, which I think w- would be an interesting boss for for, for Chris. But yeah. you know, Gus is Gus is uh, he's got big dreams. That really has been the plan all along. <laughs> <laughs> just to buy Sidious Mag. Once Gus buys them, do you think he? Do you, is it more? Is it like a business decision, or is it more of a like just kind of like an fu decision? Like, look at me, I'm 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 on top of the world, and then he'll just like kind of run it into the ground. Mm. Yeah, just completely like rechange the logo. Um, <laughs> just makes Carl Merber write the lap count like w- once every day rather yeah. than once a week. Just yeah. make some Hades life. <laughs> just. This is well, Gus's plans, not ours. Yeah, no, we're not we're not in charge of this. Not our plans. So we'll we'll see if we can achieve if Gus can achieve that goal by the end of this this year. Just just a modest goal. So we're going to begin by catching up with each other because honestly, we haven't even seen well, especially myself returning from Australia, but we haven't seen that much of each other through this last few weeks. So we're going to do a big catch up session and talk about everything, running, non-running, etc. Ollie, would you like to start us off with how you're going with everything? Yeah, thanks, Morgan. Um, good to be back. Yeah, no, things are going well. Family's still in town, which has been great, spending time with them, enjoying Christmas. It's been an interesting Christmas here in Boulder, I think. Wouldn't expect it to be as warm and 
not as much snow around. So we've been actually having good trading weather. I haven't been taking advantage of it that much. I'm still on the boost, but I'm running about 70 plus miles a week. So I'm like doing some pretty good training, pretty good workouts, still missing the team and being able to train with them and run with them on the daily, but very, very close to getting to that next stage. And I'm definitely in a better place than I was um, eight weeks ago. So yeah, really looking forward to, to getting on to the, I've been running on the ground a little bit back and forth and just gradually uh, building back into it. Um, I'm a little bit tired today because I went to Decadence last night, yeah, which was in Denver with my brother and a music song festival. And yeah, it was it was pretty fun. Um, good good way to crack in the new year. Um, I've never seen facilities like particularly like I'm sure a lot of Australian um, fans of the podcast and New Zealand as well. Like festivals in in Australia, and New Zealand, they're always outside and they're in massive areas. Like this was as big as those festivals, but all inside. It was insane how big it was. Like what a venue. I, I couldn't get over, like, you're just walking through different corridors and then all of a sudden there's this massive open space. I mean, that's probably where the gym's going to be next. I'm thinking Dathan's <laughs> eyeing out that space um, to rent out because even today we had a fraction of the team in the gym. It does already feel quite a lot smaller than what I <laughs> expected. But um, that's another exciting thing is we're in a new gym. Yeah, team update. Team update, new gym. It's pretty nice. Um, a lot more spacious than the last gym, but I'm sure that space is going to get... Um, gobbled up very quickly because our team is also you know expanding and um it's a pretty exciting time for for the OEC as well because we're just moving into that new environment and it's definitely uh pretty cool to be able to see the progress we've gone from Dathan's garage lifting rocks to now in a pretty established big spacious gym so that's a still lifting rocks. cool factor no. but I've been in there still <laughs> lifting rocks in the gym yeah can't afford uh, any other stuff um, but yeah, I've been on the boost in there and it's been nice and, uh, spending time with family and that's pretty much my, uh, my check-in, my catch-up. Who, who was the top artist last night? Fisher. I, I honestly, I was very excited for Skrillex cause I thought he was going to play a lot of like Fred against style kind of like, it was very much like hard, hard dubstep Skrillex. Like full on heavy EDM. Heavy EDM, which I enjoyed, but it was, it started to feel very, very much like the music was the same. It felt like, like that was the kind of festival it was. Yeah, like when I looked it up, it looked just like Marla, one hundred percent rave. Yeah, a lot of a lot of like dubstep. It was it was dubstep. Thing. It was like hard EDM and stuff. But like Marla, is it Marla? Am I pronouncing that right? I think so. Marla with the ski mask, the price. He, he was amazing. He was sick, and he was kind of hard style. But he, um, every song felt different, and it was like a different like kind of mood to it. Whereas like with Skrillex, it still felt kind of I don't know. I was, Skrillex was underwhelming for me. Fisher was my favorite though because he had a a mad song um, that me and Chris really enjoyed that he played that Chris had seen. Uh, in Sydney or in Melbourne, last time he watched Fisher, but it was it was cool. It was a very um, I I can't get over like cause in raves like people dress pretty like crazy like they'll wear like literally nothing fishnets like girls would just wear nothing. Dude, it was so cold last night. Just seeing those and the, a lot of those ladies they're walking around. They probably don't have like maybe they have one jacket, but man, like it's, it's pretty brave. It's a commitment, and I and I respect that. Um community definitely been able to just turn up for that you know wh whatever the weather is and just go hard for it but um the funniest thing was when new year's went off um school was 10 seconds off the time because chris and i were checking it so it had to be new year's like 10 seconds before and everyone was like cheering 10 it. seconds is not bad though. <laughs> yeah yeah but then he had like this big clock and he did this big speech and stuff and had all like his memories of the year stuff which was pretty cool and then they dropped all these balloons on us and like i literally not like no one could see you're like pushing these balloons around and lights and stuff. It was, it was a cool experience. So that was, um, that was fun. Did yeah. you see Sophie Tucker? 
No, unfortunately, Sophie Tucker was the day before. Uh, so I some artists, some artists doubled up, and some artists didn't. And unfortunately, I think Sophie Tucker was the big artist um, the first night. On the first night, which was sad because like I wanted to see Steve Aoki, like Chris and I, and uh, he was quite like early in the in the set, which was interesting. But his music was like also very different to what he's known for. I feel it was more like just hard dubstep style. But yeah, overall, good time, good way to start the new year. Now you know, back to. Not a lot of sleep, but no, not a lot of sleep. <laughs> but I, I mean, the cool thing was Skrillex as well. He played a bit of Fred again, but man, if Fred again walked down that stage, it'd have been unreal. I've been dying time. to see him. Yeah, he'd be amazing. He'd be amazing at Red Rocks. Hopefully, uh, maybe he'll make that trip someday, and we can get Bank to uh, to start out. He can oh, open. He, he can open for Bank. He can open yeah. for Bank. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> How about that? Uh, question about the training. Do you have it at this point where things are pretty mapped out? Like, how far ahead have you planned out training, or is it still pretty? Week by week or day by day? I would say it's still week by week and day by day just purely from like where I came from before with the OP injury and then like getting the sacrum injury. It's like just making sure my body's like ready for, for the training. Because like the training load that I'm doing right now is the most I've done since taking the time off la- last year. I can say that now because it is last year. Um, <laughs> so like for me, yeah, it's day by day. But like I'm, I'm in a really good place mentally and, and physically. Like I did a really good workout where I was doing, um, like, oh, that, that boost can go quick. I was going really fast in the boost in the um, fartlek. So, like, I'm still getting in really good workouts. It's just about eventually transitioning to to being outside and being with the with the fellas and the lasses. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, well, it's good that we can start to line up a bit more and, yeah, hopefully it just <coughs> progresses and then mm-hmm. soon enough we'll all be back training together. Yep. Happy days. Happy days. So, yeah, awesome times. George, how about you? You've had, since we last recorded, you've you've raced, you've taken a trip, you've been crushing training, celebrated Christmas and New Year's. I know. Come, I was, uh, what did we record? The week of the race, I think. Yep. That feels like so long ago now. Yeah, ticked off, uh, ticked off another state in the US, hadn't been to Hawaii before. Um, yeah, it's such an awesome event they they put on out there. Just incredibly generous of the Honolulu Marathon to to have us milers out there and um, yeah spend a whole whole week out there with on on the beach and um, we all got a plus one and rented a a Jeep Wrangler which is Ollie's favorite car. <laughs> Did it break down on you while you were there? <laughs> I think I saw something that the Jeep Wrangler was like top three. Uh, most unreliable most cars. unreliable yeah. cars of twenty twenty. I think the top three cars are Jeeps. I'm not kidding. Good On top five, there's like Good a lot of yeah. it was a lot of jeeps that are unreliable. That's yeah. such a like a what's the word? Not an oxymoron, but it's like for what they're marketed as, they should be yeah, like the most robust yeah. cars. They're, they're, they're marketed <laughs> as being the reliable car. 100%. And it's really, they don't even have like they don't have power windows. They don't have like everything's like still manual. Like I don't even know what breaks down. <laughs> Let's break it down in there. But on that we were getting like a a low oil <laughs> so it's like oh, really? thing yeah. coming up the last couple of days. We're like. Is it in a rental car? Is that your responsibility? No. It's like I was like, no. It, this car's brand like it had like. Less did than you turn 5, on the engine miles? when you got it and it had the oil thing on it? Because that's <laughs> when you know it's like, well, they didn't obviously fucking check the oil. No, no, it was like halfway through. Oh like yeah, day four or five. That's kind of like, yeah, I don't feel like that's your fault. They like, should come on. They've obviously not like. And this car was like brand them. new. I don't know how many, it had. I think less than five thousand miles. It was like, give me oil lights. <laughs> I was can, like, this, you, this is not my problem. You can ignore those. I mean, I've been ignoring those with my car for quite a while <laughs> and it still runs. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 but you can afford a skate. Do you think it's for mine? Do you think, is that my responsibility? 
No. 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 We'll let someone else take yeah. care of that yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. We, that's Dathan's <laughs> I think that's Dathan's responsibility. <laughs> who can we honest. have who can we have take care of that? Yeah. Yeah. Can I call out Dathan just quickly? Yeah. He borrowed my car, left a goldfish wrapper in there. Oh really? I don't like that. Man. You should tell him off when you see him next. Yeah. If it was a different snacks wrapper, I would have been more excited. Gold, goldfish is like the worst. Bad. Yeah, worst <laughs> snack. What the f come on, Dathan. Oh man. <laughs> Sorry. But um, yeah. Jeep Wrangler's definitely a, it's like the car of choice in Hawaii. Were you wigging out mind. a bit driving uh driving through Hawaii? Like is it is it different driving through there? Because I I've heard it's like kind of a weird place to to drive. Or is it pretty standard? Uh I honestly pretty standard, but we're on the main island. Oh and Honolulu is just a big fucking American city. It's just a city. With yeah. a shitload of traffic. Yeah. Like, mm. the traffic was insane, actually. Really? Not, not what you think of when you think of Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, you think of Hawaii, you think of, like, maybe driving through... The jungle. Yeah, that kind of environment near the beach. But and I guess that is, like, the best decision we made was getting this rental car. Yeah. And it was sick being able to, like, take the roof off and stuff. Yeah, that would have been The nice. only good thing about the Wrangler. And, yeah, we put, like, 350 miles on it or something in five or six days. Because... I'm going to be honest, if I'm going to Hawaii, I'm not going to Waikiki. Like, if I'm doing no, it No, I, I, that's what my family, like, we, when we went to Hawaii, when we were, we didn't go to, we went to, like, the different, like, we'll try to get to a different islands or different experiences, because I feel like, yeah, when you go to Honolulu in particular, it, it feels like you're in California, it, a it's little just bit. Not, it doesn't feel like... It doesn't feel like Hawaii. Yeah. It, to me, but it, it is Hawaii. It Obviously is Hawaii. for the race, works really well, like, yeah. lovely hotel, and it was yeah. right next to the race, so yeah. in this situation, it... it works well and it's necessary and it was super nice but yeah if i was going to do it myself i would i would probably try and get off that island there's just it's freaking packed mm. there's so many people and it's so ter like the main street is just designer stores like <laughs> this this is not like this is the you, least you know what it reminds me of is a little bit is like uh like vale and aspen like ski resorts it's like kind of similar style with like it's got the bit. luxury where you got all the tourists that come in they might do some learn to surf they might go snorkeling and then they'll just buy a gucci handbag yeah, that's and what it's for. That's yeah. pretty much what it is. Like, it's just like a ski route, like, kind of that sort of style. Whereas, like, the Hawaii, like, I'm sure you, Morgan and I, are, like, really keen on seeing is, like, the outside, like, going to those little yeah. islands and experiencing those cool little kind of ecosystems and environments that are very different and unique to, yeah, to Hawaii. Yeah, for sure. But getting to the, the North Shore was pretty sweet. You would have loved it, Ollie. There was, like, Pipeline was on. Yeah, yeah. So did, you, did you watch Pipeline? Yeah, I watched a, a day or... Uh, How watched big one of the practice days before it started and then... Went back once it had started. I mean, it looked freaking massive yeah, to me. It's pretty cool, eh? Man. It was insane. That's the best thing about it. I mean, I would freaking... Yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't really like... It. It's kind of hard watching surfing. Like, they're pretty far away. And I don't know, like... I don't know how the judging really works, but... Yeah. It, but it's still fun to watch. If you watch a lot... Like, my brother's, my brother's like you have to pretty watch good. Lot, you have to watch a lot to know, like, yeah. which is a better... Like kind of wave than the last. Yeah, I'm I'm decently educated with it. But my brother's yeah. like great with it. Like he'd be a great person to sit with, and you just get binoculars, and he'd just tell you. You just need, watch, and he'd just tell you. I think you would need binoculars. Yeah, most yeah, people like would chicks, bring. Chicks were coming out of the water with like helmets on. Yeah, like they they weren't fucking around out. No, there. no, no, it was legit, legit, man. That's yeah. sick. But then at the end of the week, so I had to do a race. So <laughs> that was. <laughs> well, a bit of a, did you forget well, about it halfway through the trip? You're like, oh shit, yeah, I stopped the race. Yara definitely did. <laughs> Did he have like eight people stay in his <laughs> hotel room? Yeah, I don't know how many people were in his hotel room, but it was more than two. That's 100%. the behind the scenes that people don't see. And he was just in party mode the whole week, and including the race. <laughs> he, he did say when he came back from Hawaii, he's like, no, nah, now I'm just like straight back into it. No, no partying. <laughs> Dialed Done. in. Done. Yeah. Dialed in. 
I don't mm. know if I believe that. Yeah, neither, neither <laughs> do I. It's like, oh, maybe, maybe. But I mean, the race is fun. Like, it's it's cool. It's cool getting it done at like seven o'clock in the morning. Like, the sun sun's rising over the beach. Like, as you're warming up, but it's like beautiful weather. Because I mean, shit, it's hot and humid there mm. during the day. But seven o'clock in the morning, it's great. And the girls go off and get thirty. What did I say? I think it was thirty. I think it was thirty this year. They would. They would. They keep asking for more. They're yeah. like, oh, we were 35 next year. <laughs> of course. Every year they jogged for some reason. Or did, at they, least, did they this year? Well, they got beat, so I guess <laughs> a little bit. They still ran decent times. Like if, like, if you compare who's, who's what the, the men top, ran. Top women. Nikki was top finisher. and Nikki, I think, was fourth or third overall. Fourth overall. Fourth. Ran 420. <laughs> Shit. Can't remember. Well, Morgan and like, Beatlescombe ran. Oh, 359. Just and Nikki so then was right next to Morgan. Oh yeah, yeah so four twenty nine. That makes sense. Um, and just not bad. Yeah, but and kind of crazy like U turn. But like, <laughs> yeah, was, how was that turn? If if it was raining, I can't even imagine how bad it would be in the dry. Actually, not that bad because it okay. was like quite grippy road. Yeah. In well, you rain, took it pretty terrifying. well. So uh, the the coverage was really hard to watch, but in the video that came out afterwards, they had a camera at the turnaround, and you took it well. Yared was at the front, so he could have taken any line that he wanted to, and he just fully skid out. And, he and went he, so wide. And he pretty much hit the barricade. It was so funny to watch. Yeah, he went so wide. Yared, Yared just led the entire thing. No surprise there. He was out so hard off the line, led it, and then I was kind of with that front group and until the turn, and then... I think just like Yara and Hobbs and Morgan, um, who were the top three finishers, made a big move like right after the turn, kind of gapped the field for a little bit, and then, um, and then yeah, Nikki and Co finished just behind those three, I think. But it's a cool race. Yara just missed the world record, unfortunately. Mm. So Hobbs, surely that turn does something to it. It's got to be like four or five seconds. Yeah, like it's it's got to so I don't know how twisty, turny. The uh, what Lat- well, Latvia. Yeah. So that was. was that was set up well. That was essentially around a block. So it was so more it was like turns, but nice turns. turns. Oh, so it's which is how you want it to be. Yeah. yeah. So that was kind of bullshit. Then, like, Yarab was gonna have to run really hard, like quick. To well, that's why the world record in the Romal is so hard because of those logistical things. Mm. But yeah, I mean, I think it is cool that it's that you can't just sit in a straight line though. Definitely. Like yeah. obviously, that's going to be easier and faster. But yeah. Um, um, how did you feel about kicking down Rachel Smith? Did I? <laughs> I, I? Do you not remember that? I, I think you she did. Was, our, you did our kicker. She was asking me afterwards. Um, I did. I was like, I think I'm pretty sure I, I just got you in the last like 50 meters. Um, <laughs> not sure how I feel about that. Neutral. <laughs> it's got to be a weird experience, like kicking when you're like catching so many people that are just. It was so a, a slower pace than you. Yeah, there was. There's just all of a sudden with a couple hundred meters to go, there's people everywhere. Yeah, there's not many races where you can kick down your ex-coach's wife. <laughs> there's just not many races you can do that, what you know? It's I'm gonna say experience. I'm going to say there's probably one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, unless we open up some other race where you can actually... It's just such an interesting experience. It must be surreal. You look over and yeah, there's Mike no, Smith's she, wife. I'm I, would love to, I would love to ex- try and experience that. So Me too. Me it too. Was so, <laughs> I was just saw. Mike just spent the whole week walking around with Nova on his chest and one of those like carry things. Mm. It was so funny. I keep thinking his kids named NAU, not Nova. <laughs> I, I got I got to change that mindset. Nova, Nova, like no, like Villanova, just like that. Named yeah. after Villanova. Named yeah. after Villanova. Exactly. Um, but I mean, it was a good, it was a good head out for December. Ran pretty hard. Got beaten by a lot of people. Um, 
It's a tough event. Mm. It's it's hard to it's like a big shock to the system in in December. And we're still running a lot and we got in a got in a nice workout with the very nice track club. Yeah, whenever I post see race. those those post race like everyone together doing a workout, I don't know. I, I love it and I would definitely do it, but something about it you like makes you like these freaking guys, man. It, it, it feels like <laughs> it feels a bit like peacocking. Like no. a little bit. <laughs> From just, us or from them? Just no, from or anyone from that does anyone that does a post race workout, you you kind of like it's good and I and I'm all for it, good for the sport. But it kind of feels like peacocking when you watch a little bit because you're like you're showing like yeah I can work out after I fucking rip. Which this everyone mile. does it though. Yeah, everyone does it, and like and it is extremely impressive as well. But it does feel like when you watch, it's like this is kind of peacocking. This is kind of like oh, you guys are just like you, you're trying to make it look like. Yeah. I don't know if that's my that's vibe, emotions. I, I can't really put into words. I just like. Well, I, I can't. I can't explain it. I don't know why I can't do it. But I do have a question, though. I think I don't know if it was in the post race workout. He was running right behind him, but it was like Mario's so excited just to be around Centro. Centro. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I worked out with Centro. Mario actually kept his cool, wow. held it together. I'm I didn't see them trading jerseys or getting autographs or anything. Yeah, he was probably thinking Mario about was, it. I think Mario was containing his excitement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dream come true. Smart. He's Smart. probably like. Saved Centro's sock or something from the workout. <laughs> I don't know. Just stole it. Yeah, him. just stole it. Love that. Like, where Centro's like, where are my, where are my sweaty race socks? I love but that. Mario's just got them tucked in his shorts. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so good, so good. So um, that was that was why. the start of December. Yeah, that was yeah. so long ago now. And then kind of came back and got straight back into it. Ollie, Ollie was right. We've had a terrible ski season mm. month for anyone that. Uh, Wants to partake. I don't think it's just here. I heard Whistler's also been really bad from a mate. I mind. think the US has just not been good. Yeah. Well, not, until Steve got him the other day. But Tahoe is like, was probably after the greatest season of all time last year, was like probably prepared for mm. another great one. And I think it's just grass there. Oh, God. So, such a letdown, eh? Uh, but it's been such great for down. great good, for training. Good for runners. Like, we've had a couple of treadmill workouts, but I mean, compared to last year, I think. Maybe we're just gonna get a late winter. I feel like I could I could see that because I just don't feel like we're gonna get away scot free. We never do. I think March and something April, will come March up. March and April the wind, are gonna the snow. Something will come up. We, do you we know what I've already s- noticed though? What? On the first of January, the ten extra days since the shortest day. I, I I always cut it fine with my double if I go outside. Like mm. I'm like four fifteen and it's dark at like five or five or something. Mm. And and I've noticed it's got like the extra five or ten minutes. Really, really feeling it's coming it. back to us. Yeah, it's I coming love back. That. Um, but oh, December was a good, good month of training, and um, I stayed for Christmas. Had a nice Christmas with Jenna's family. Nice. Um, and then had a little, had a little getaway to Santa Fe. Yeah, in interesting, interesting destination. Random, huh? Really when you texted me that, I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck are you going to Santa Fe?" I thought maybe like, oh, San Diego, maybe Sacramento. You know, maybe somewhere there because you got you know you got friends and 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 family so there. And then when I read Santa Fe, I just like, yeah, I was like, what the fuck? We but it seemed like it was a good time. We were kind of looking for like something drivable, runnable, mm. like smallish town. Like originally we thought like maybe a Colorado mountain town or something, but kind of the weather slash running was just going to be. What about uh, uh, Wyoming nibbly. or something? Wyoming would have been sick. It's cold though. Yeah, that's true. You Santa Fe was freezing. Oh, oh really? Yeah. It's super high. It's like seventy two hundred feet. Or oh, something. so you're getting an extra altitude training? Damn. That's yeah, I did. It, was a, it was a little super chewed. Mm. Uh, oh, damn it! A little super chewed. Dude, camp. that that gets 
that gets Joe Clicker excited hearing that uh that you're doing that stuff. Extra you know, that's definitely that's taking it taking it off the big big J man. Definitely noticed it too, actually. Yeah. Did I can a imagine. Randomly, um old mate Woody <laughs> Kincaid was there. What was he doing there? Um his family or Katie's family were on vacation. I thought they were in like Mexico or something. Yeah. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> they had Christmas in Mexico. It's going everywhere. That's the I fun only... thing with social media. I look at shit and I'm like, I don't know where these fucking people are, but it looks like it's pretty nice. <laughs> I think it's tropical. I was training on my own at Christmas because unfortunately Ollie was inside. Mm. And so I text Woody and I was like, if you come back to Colorado, because he lives here, like, do you want to link up? And he's like, oh no, I'm going to Santa Fe. And I was like, oh, actually. What a coincidence. Well, I'm also what going there after Christmas. He probably thought, why is this fucking guy following he was me in Santa Fe? <laughs> he was like, why the hell are you in Santa Fe? It's like, good question. But we went for the food and the... I don't know, I've always just heard it's a good town. Went for the food, stayed for the company. But the food ended up being a disaster because apparently it's like the most popular town in America at New Year's or something. Santa Fe I, is. We tried to go out for dinner on Wouldn't have picked that. Thursday no, night. That's not on my list. <laughs> okay, probably not, but... I thought New York would be... <laughs> <laughs> it's between Santa Fe and New York. Yeah. I don't know why it was so busy. We tried to go out for dinner on Thursday night and it's like, no one's like Mexican food with like a, I don't know, the New Mexico twist, whatever that is. Like Tex-Mex? New, or is next modern, mix. I don't know. The next, the next mix. New Mex. New Mex. And we went, there's like a few of the kind of like well-known ones in the, like the little downtown, which have really those cool adobe buildings. Mm. Like it's, it's beautiful town. And Walked into a couple that like had didn't take reservations. It was like walking only, and they'd be like, "Oh, yeah, for two people that should be like two and a half to three hour wait <laughs> for two people." What? That's Wigan, and they're only open for two hours. So. <laughs> yeah, oh, I guess like, I come back tomorrow. And then I love it how they tell you that we like, went to another one, and impossible. we're like, "Yeah, it should be like it's probably gonna be over three hours." Jesus, we went to like four different restaurants, and they told us all three over three hour waits. You just, went to, you just went to McDonald's. Though? You just went to Taco Bell. <laughs> I just went a bit, a bit hungry. I think I couldn't. Like I've never had that situation in my whole life. Yeah, I mean, like three hours. New Year's is crazy, man. Because I don't go, understand that. You go to places like everything's booked out, or you can't get an Uber. You can't like it's just it just gets crazy. I guess hand. if anyone is, if a lot of people are there on vacation, then they're just all going out to eat the, every yeah. night. Like for the size of the town, yeah, there were a lot of people there. Kind of small town, but. Like, High density. Yeah, I think that was what was going on. But so that was a bit of a mere. Um, but then just spent a few nights there and, and came back. And now now the team is kind of trickling back in as of the last couple of days. And I think by Wednesday, when Jonas arrives, yeah. he's the last one. Can you come back for winter, winter training? And then we. Then well, we get stuck in. Tom Wang's like he hasn't come back yet for his training camp. But no, he's coming back before that. Oh, is he? All right, we'll, we'll have Tom back too. Monday, Tuesday, maybe. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So then the whole team will be here. <laughs> Dathan will be ready to ring in the cavalry. I Wait, haven't actually Dathan, seen. Is Dathan going to be back here though? No, Dathan I think also Wednesday. Dathan's on a Tuesday. He's currently in Japan on a secret mission. Yeah. We should. Are we? Is that race on? Should we be like watching that? It's not on right now. Right now they have the New Year's Academy, or maybe that was. Yeah, maybe it was yesterday or today. Today, there was a new. There's, I think, there's a profession, more professional New Year's Academy, and I just say that based on the fact that Suguru was racing in it. Yeah. So it must be a more. Pro it must one. be pretty good. And then I think the university one is in the next few days. The what's Hakone. it called? Hakone. Right. Hakone. Biggest, biggest race of the year. Most 
televised sporting event. Oh no, most televised anything. Isn't it just the I think it's the second biggest thing in Japan. I can't remember what the first was. Oh, yeah. The f- <laughs> Probably a baseball or something. Apparently, it's about 70 million people watch it. And then this year is either the 100th anniversary oh, yeah. or the, some, like, a very special one. So, it's going to be crazy. And so, Dathan is there to secret mission. Dathan's <laughs> going to be overwhelmed with how much, like, perception that is. And then just think, like... Cannot imagine Dathan in Japan. I was just... <laughs> he would stand out like a thing. sore thumb, wouldn't he? Just walking around. <laughs> He's bad enough in Europe. Just walking around. Just, so no offense, Dathan. Yeah. Yeah. No offense, Dathan. He's, 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 yeah, that's all. Yeah. He's gonna be. It's so clean here. Days. <laughs> yeah. So, good times with George. Gia's races are, are pretty sweet, actually. I so I've been. I oh, kind of wish that we had a racing schedule going on right now, like a cross country racing okay. schedule. Okay. Well, this is what I wanted to know. Why are you not in Tasmania right now, running? What's it called, Ali? Uh, the <laughs> What is that? Oh, oh, there's, there's the Bernie. The Bernie and the, uh, what was the other one? That's kind of cross-country. There's the Bernie the and there's, the, there's two big the ones. The carnivores. They're the carnivores. Whatever. They're, they're two carniv- massive carnival events that they have I in mean, Tasmania. Amazing, amazing. Races. I know they put most of their money on the female side this year. I think they have Jess Hull and Abby Coble, I think. Don't quote me on that. I know. Je- I think Jess is there. Yeah, but that's, it- that's why my appearance fee wasn't high. No, yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure you turned down ten thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't high enough, <laughs> yeah, so I couldn't go. I mean, Morgan goes for fifty a piece, so I would have loved to be there. But Dathan was very strict in when I came back to here because I originally planned on staying in Australia for another week. So then potentially I would have been able to, but that's how things go, I guess. But I mean, yeah, yeah. I'll blame Ritz. Yeah, it's that's e- easy, <laughs> easy, easy, easy answer. Well, it'd be sick to have something going on right now. I've been following the uh, cycling world a little bit, and right now they have their cyclocross season, and what's really special, just as a very quick aside, what's really special about cyclocross right now, if you guys haven't don't know what that is, it's like literally cross-country on a bike. Like they actually have to get off their bike and run in mud sometimes. What's really special about it right now is like some of the best, most exciting Road cyclists also do cyclocross. So like Wout Van Aert and Matthew Vanderpoel and Tom Pidcock. And they're in their race season right now. And they've raced about like 12 times in the last week. That's crazy. It's like, and they're all in like Belgium or like those countries. What do they look like running? Pretty, they're pretty good runners. Yeah. I mean, they're holding a bike. <laughs> so I mean, that, that's all like they're, they're, their form's going to be under question it, with that. But Cycling, you just, once you ride that much, that many hours a day for your whole life, racing it just can't take that much out of you. And there's shorter races. it's just races. like a hard session. There's shorter races it's as not well. A big, it's not, there's no impact. Yeah. Uh, you can just crush all the time. It is sweet. But they're so cool because like, they, they're on super muddy courses or even one of them recently was like went on along a beach. Like it was on the beach and like the waves are coming in. And, that's and so they're, sick. They're trying to ride their bikes across it. But if they get like bogged down in the sand, they have to. that's when they have to like dismount and, yeah. and start running. But so, very cool. So I wish we had an equivalent of that, but we don't. Maybe maybe the Chicken Boy League can, uh, you know, fill the, in that gap. The one, well, there was a couple of cool road races in Europe. I mean, yesterday we had our teammate Mario race in uh, in Madrid, I think, mm. in a ten k. San Silvestro or something. Yeah, some name that he was very very uh, enthusiastic and keen for this ten k road, wasn't he? He's really been very was. excited on yeah. the longer distances as of late, especially I think going to New York and watching the marathon. He was like. I'm going to do this. And credit to him. Not many people, I think, as a 1,500-meter runner are getting super hyped about going and racing a 10K road race against some of of the – well, it wasn't like the deepest field, but Aragawi and Mokati were in it. So some of the best (laughs) runners in the world. (laughs) So some of the best 5K, 10K guys in the world. And he he had a solid run. I think it was 28 mid. 
Fifth, was he? Uh, maybe between fifth and tenth. <laughs> yeah, somewhere, yeah. somewhere in that range. So top ten. Credit, credit to him for getting after. But he did send a message into the group chat afterwards saying, "Yeah, credit to all the ten k people. I now know how how difficult that feels because he, uh, yeah, as Ollie said, I think he did maybe underestimate it a little bit going into it because he's been crushing forward training. Yeah. So, but I think that's one thing really you learn, right? Is that you could train with with Joe, and you can train with like the distance guys, do great sessions, do a lot of threshold. But like racing a ten k on the road, it's definitely a different animal. And I think it's it's always so great as an athlete to try different things like that and appreciate it. Like I'm sure, like Jordy going from like his last race being world steeple to running a fast mile on the roads, it's like it's a good kind of trend, like change. Definitely gives you a good appreciation. That's a little stimulus. Yeah, good stimulus. Yeah. So Mario, come shout back out now. to third place. Finisher Aaron <laughs> Los Heros, I think. Los Heros. In AU, man. In AU's third cross country, man. I think he has track. Unless he was, I assume he's still on the team. But mm-hmm. I didn't realize he was, well, Mario texted me right before saying he was rooming with him. And then I like was watching the race and it was basically just Mokotir and Aragawi the whole time. And then he just comes over the line. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that's the guy on the He team. crushed it. Really good. Went out with the with the big dogs. Yeah, yeah, he actually Pretty did. Brave, mm-hmm. really good. It's kind of crazy. Really good. So anyway, exciting racing. But yeah, Morgan's quick little update. Uh, where do I begin? I guess before I went to back home for Chrissy, I had a couple of good weeks here in Boulder, just getting back into things. Really, still a bit. Then going back home, it was it was lovely. Just very nice to be home, and you know things are just chill, all that. And the weather for the first few days was super nice, and then it unfortunately was raining a bit too much but it was really nice to be back with the family and it was so 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 exciting to be able to show Cinta Sydney I think all of us would have this um same feeling it's like we come from somewhere that's so different to like here so if you have someone special in your life if you're able to like kind of show them like where you come from it, it feels amazing it was lovely uh unfortunately Cinta picks up like a bit of like a sore knee so like she wasn't able to run as much as I was so that was like a bit of a downer but apart from that like things were pretty lovely solid training nothing crazy I found out how hard it is to do high quality training in Sydney I've always been someone that defends my hometown as a good place for running and coming back to it I'm like no this is actually pretty hard it's just (laughs) it's just it's just like I don't know I guess it's a big city it's like it's like a lot of up and down hilly it's uh like a lot of soft surface like where I run where you can't run quick and then on the path that is the concrete there's like a billion people walking so it'd be hard to do anything quality there getting on tracks is very difficult for the for maybe the first time ever I looked up the open hours the availability of my local track and I believe it was Tuesday to Thursday 3 30 p.m to like 9 p.m that's the that's the <laughs> weekly availability at the local track, and then it's a bit of a track to get to other tracks. So I mean, I didn't really have Is that any ES marks. Yeah, ES marks. Did you go there? No, because it, well, it didn't line up with. It, we didn't really have it. It didn't line up with my track session day. Yeah. So it was like because I was working on a Sunday. So I'd love to see you at that track because I tell you what, there'd be that many young nah, kids. Would there be? Would there be? Would, <laughs> would the track I mean, be packed? There'd be, uh, there'd be people there. There'd well, be people there. The track is packed because of the limited availability. Yeah. If you're, if you're, I've been at that track at 6 p.m. on a Tuesday night, and it's mm. crazy. Also because, it'd be cool though. Also because they rent out the fields in the middle for people playing soccer as well. <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, so it was like so hectic being there. So I, I, yeah, that's one little, um, I guess, negative. But 
I, I liked being home, but then at some point you get in, like, I think it'd be really nice to be there when you're not trying to train as hard, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So then at some point you get to a, a feeling of, I want to go back to Boulder where you, you appreciate here a lot more and how set up here and how easy it is. It's like, even just like a normal workout. There's, for example, I get back and yesterday we did eight by mile on the track and doing it with the team and, you know, in our normal routine setup, all that, it feels very like normal. Like it's like a, no, that's like a normal day for us. Whereas if I had to do eight by mile at home, it'd be like a big deal. It'd be such a big deal. And it'd be so hard. And like, like mentally, mentally mm-hmm. and emotionally, it'd be so hot. So yeah, we had that conversation yesterday. You just like, you don't realize until you leave for a little bit and you come back here and you really don't have to put that much thought into training. Yeah. Like any workout you get given, you know exactly like where it's taking place or where like the top two places you could do it. Mm-hmm. And nothing's ever out of like the realm of possibility. Yeah. So I, I feel like at home, it's like sometimes it's like, this is, this is literally what do, impossible. Why do I do this? Like, this is going to be terrible no matter what. I don't have any options. So I guess credit to Dathan and Co for setting up these yeah. systems that are amazing for us to train at such a high level. Maybe that's a little takeaway for people listening is to try and do that in some way. But uh, That's the issue with the the gym though is making it very hard to justify <laughs> like going somewhere on training, training camp. camp. Doesn't really make sense anymore. Mm. We have a good winter set up here, even though it snows a lot, which yeah, is, is impressive. Not necessarily easy to do, but yeah, dude, uh, Australia was, was great. It always feels, just feels nice to be back in Australia around a slightly different vibe to America. A couple of trips down to the beach, which was lovely. <sighs> a few trips into town. I love going into going into town, into the city, which is always good. How was the coffee drinking? The coffee drinking was good, but we didn't really make like a big deal out of it, I would say. Just because, and this is in part because I guess you're training so hard. It's like you you don't have as much flexibility as you would think. I mean, the coffee, the like the quality is like high. So like whenever, wherever you go, it's fine. And uh, you do really notice like the brunch or whatever, the cafe culture is something that's mm-hmm. really unique to down there where like there's just such a high quantity of really high quality uh cafes that have amazing coffee and then amazing breakfast lunch brunch options so those are always lovely to to get to go to but yeah it was good did uh training was like yeah pretty normal Uh, it's always funny when you go back and you try and do the gym stuff it's like it's almost it's so in your house yeah it feels so useless with it. it's like uh, we we took advantage of like free passes at some of the local gyms but even then nice. with our lifts going to a random gym is sometimes like you're still mm. like none of my equipment is here that i need because jason gives us such specific stuff but yeah he does it on purpose <laughs> yeah we have to. making us so, making it so hard for us to do it anywhere else i think it's all part of the plan ritz probably made him paid him to do that it's like the only machine in the whole world is in our gym yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a discourage us from going on like going home or like yeah, traveling away from the team you gotta stay here train yeah. with us yeah. ritz has got a secret agenda yeah <laughs> essentially yes. you just have to live at the gym eventually yeah, yeah no his next his next there's move bunk beards in there. yeah his next move will be to get a space that includes like apartments and then he rents those out to us and oh that was definitely there. the goal for this one <laughs> yeah. they just couldn't find it <laughs> that was 100 percent the goal was to get like somewhere where the gym was beneath a living space <laughs> yeah so uh, amazing last few weeks for myself and just excited to be back here and get back into the swing of things, get back to work after a bit of time, not off, but a bit more chill, I would say. So yeah. it's an exciting time of year. Like this is like 
the time of year that you spend the fall like kind of working towards and like you kind of earn this bit of the this bit of the year with like a kind of monotonous repetitive fall like where sometimes feels like a bit of a grind and stuff's long and you know you're months away from a race and now all of a sudden like we got our first track session this this coming sunday and we're racing in like three or four weeks things are on the calendar coming together and i think i i do want to give citrus some credit for some of their their late late year track and field uh i don't know takes or something just their this summary of what track and field i don't know was in 2023 and and what it could be like in 2024 and i think i think they're right in a lot of ways that i think the the product that the sporters can can bring in 2024 is is going to be is going to be pretty damn good actually olympic year baby yeah i mean if we thought if we thought last year was good it's the year before the olympics it's Mm -hmm. it's going to be pretty epic yeah i'm trying to think if there's anything else big that we missed during like when we weren't filming like weekly episodes like there was some comments about like oh you guys didn't comment on this something about Mm. josh kerr i think he was well well, uh, this is what i'll say about josh kerr his jingy stuff his jingy stuff like he has done an amazing job of making himself in the news cycle like he's been he's He's been been reborn (laughs) i think he's been very intentional with it he posts a lot more on social media and he says i mean he always has said like somewhat inflammatory things but but i think he's I, i as a fellow athlete, I'm like, dude, yeah, cash in, bro. I, I, I don't think he's changed at all. I think he's the exact same. He's just elevated. But he posts on social media. Watch. I don't know. But if he he's does. not. He's not him huh? posting. Rumor has it. It's not it's, him. There's like a. What do you he's mean? Something. He, he has somebody oh. running his account, and well, that's, then that's apparently smart. he has somebody like he's a personal chef, and then he has someone running his account allegedly. One of the posts so literally said hashtag Josh, Josh Kerr. Kerr. Yeah, it, it's I don't I I'm don't think it's him. Morgan McDonald. <laughs> I don't think I think it's like he's hired someone to like look after and manage his profile to smart. Like build uh, it and I grow it. Smart. I agree, but I also think personally, like his comments on Jingy and the way he's what he talked about stuff. Um, he said one of Jingy's biggest insecurities is not knowing his own like yeah, weaknesses and racing right. or his own tactics Something and about stuff. Ego. Something Pretty about that stuff. But then also like some if he couldn't learn his own Yeah, and people people getting win. the funny thing is he's the world champion, right? People are getting the shits with him saying that. And it's like, dude, like if you look at any boxers or anybody in that top field, like talking about their biggest rivals or their biggest competitors, they're saying shit like that. It's good for the sport. Like I'm sure Jakob if he read it and he they wanted him to ask for a comment, he'd probably roast Josh Kerr. Like that's just that's probably just the relationship well, they have. When he came on the show, he was pretty open to that type of stuff. You mm. know, he talked a bit about how he doesn't mind the rivalries and talking it up a bit. So now I guess he's getting a bit from the other side. He has the title, you know, he can he can kind of move his weight around. Yeah. He's putting a big target on his back and I think I think that's a good thing. I think that's good for the sport. Well you and either, I think he yeah, yeah. I think he like loves the challenge of having a big target. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. He's always going to have a target on his back. It just depends on how much he, like, emphasizes it, really. So The difference a maybe lot. Yeah. A lot is the other. Well, I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, he's like, I'm going to have a target on my back anyway. I'm going to be world champ. Might as well just roll so with it. So true. That's yeah. such a good way of putting it. He, and he does handle the punches pretty well. He say. does. So, yeah, he does. So, awesome to see. Credit to, to Jay Money Kerr. Yeah, he's, he's cashing, cashing in. in. Cashing <laughs> in, baby. Cashing in. <laughs> New nickname. <laughs> I noticed though, ever since he's come on the coffee club, he's also just gotten a lot more attention, and I think we've done a really good job. Yeah, with like a little cut, please. Yeah, we've we've put we pushed his brand out there and really helped him.
You're welcome. And we are back and we have a very special guest returning to the show, Elise Cranny. Elise, how are you doing today? I'm great. Great way to start 2024. <laughs> Honored to be here. I didn't, think, I didn't <laughs> think about it like that, but Starting strong. Don't they say, well, I hadn't actually heard this, but Cinta said that there is something in cultures where like, you should be very intentional about what you do on like, the first of the year and it like sets you up. Like, like whatever you want to do that year is like, you should make sure you do it on the first, so... I so thought about saying, that. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about that this morning when I was doing connections on New York Times. Mm-hmm. Got it in four. Wow! So I got the word on too. So, oh, the word I had a rough one. So <laughs> that's not looking good for twenty twenty four. I'm terrible at the connections, so we can kind of co- combine on that. But it looks right. like we're definitely starting off uh, Elisa's year very strong in her career of podcasting. So. That's, that's a good sign for us. You're welcome, Elise. Thank and you. Thank you very much. <laughs> and so we had you on approximately a year and a few months ago, I believe. Was it? Yeah. I think it was, I feel like it was right after your guys' gala situation. A party? So it was, <laughs> yeah. I remember that. So Gala it must have been. 2022, yeah. fall 2022, I guess. And a couple of things have changed for you. The biggest one is moving from Bauman to team boss and which means returning to your hometown of boulder so i just want to start off by asking about how's that been feeling has it been like what you expected has it been more challenging a bit surreal to be back training as a pro in the place that you grew up yeah i would say uh a little bit of all of that i think surreal like working out at Niwa high school again and being like wow <laughs> i was <laughs> running here like 10 plus years ago is kind of surreal and scary um it's been really nice to be back Um, like in Colorado, obviously, like I haven't been able to spend too much time here over the last several years. So it's a, like holds a very special place in my heart. Um, and then I would also say in some ways it's been challenging too, just like adjusting to a new group. And like I was with Bowerman for four and a half years. So like, you know, those are like some of my very closest friends and, um, had a really good experience there. So I think that's, you know, there's always like a, some challenge and transition, um, but it's been really great so far. It's been awesome to be a part of Team Boss. Um, they have a great group of women, plus Scott. Um, and <laughs> so, yeah, it's been good to be good to be back overall. <laughs> yeah. So looking at kind of the differences, I guess, between Bauman and the the Boss Babes. Do we refer to them as the Boss Babes? Is that is that rude? I think Scott Farber refers to himself as a Boss Babe. Okay, pretty sure he says so. that. <laughs> the Boss Babes. How do <laughs> things that tracks <laughs> that tracks out? <laughs> the ultimate Boss Babe, some may say. Yeah. But training wise, but also just I guess team culture wise and all that, do things feel super different? And in particular, I want to ask: Are there things that you've thought were like really good at Bauman that you're actively trying to like bring to Team Boss? Ooh, that's a good question. Um. I would say <clears throat> training-wise is not, like, a whole lot different. I mean, I feel like most people in the running I feel like at some point you're, like, there's only so many variations of the same thing that you can it's do. It's just running. <laughs> <laughs> like, you do a long run and you do, like, base building in the fall. Um, but I would say in some ways um, I think Team Boss is uh, – reminding me a little bit of like Bowerman when I first joined just like a really big team of women um and I think like over the years it got uh, Bowerman got like quite a bit smaller and so I think it's nice again to just have where you have a uh, people from 800 all the way up to a mar- marathon you know a lot of different um people in different events to train with I think that's been that's been really fun it has really seemed like that when we see you guys around the practice which it's is massive. actually quite regularly 
Yeah. She's taking up the whole road these days. <laughs> it yeah. is huge. I feel like I like knew that when I was joining, but not everyone was here in the fall and then everyone came back and I feel like one practice I was like, oh my gosh, there's so many of us. <laughs> yeah, especially because you guys did, was it the big, there was a picture of you guys on a stairwell. Was that Christmas dinner? Oh yeah. The Christmas party is <laughs> like, yeah, they're going to need a bigger house with yeah. more, with more yeah. stairs to fit everyone. <laughs> But it is a, it is amazing. I mean, I guess I am technically a former boss babe. Mm. I don't I know. know. I, don't know if I, I don't know if I'm still talked about. Yeah. In the, I don't know if I'm still on the. Do you guys? You're have, still on the record board. That's what I was gonna ask. I guess. The I feel like I go one. in the gym and I like see M McDonald's. <laughs> I'll take it. Still who's there. who's Megan McDonald? <laughs> Forbo is probably not going to yeah. take you. <laughs> He's going to come come down to the five k just to get <laughs> him. Forbo wants forward. all those records. So you also weren't living. With your mom and dad while you're at Bowman. No, I was not. That's also, that's also, <laughs> also a, change. a big change. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's right. Brock. Yeah, I'm looking for a place. Nice. So thanks for reminding me. My sister <laughs> came home for break and she has reminded me multiple times that I'm 27 living with my parents, which there's nothing wrong that's with. That's right. Nothing Brock. wrong with that. Has it been nice being with your parents or they starting to get to the point where you're like, I need my own place? Um, it's been really nice. I feel like it's been nice in like transitioning it's nice to like come back and not mm. be like i need to find a place but i feel like i'm getting to the point where i'm like it would be nice to have yeah. my own space yeah <laughs> right, my parents bro. are visiting for like three weeks i'm already yeah, like i'm looking forward to I'm, they're are in they an airbnb down the road oh, no no they're literally no i got them a nice airbnb <laughs> down the road but the problem is it's down the road so then like i'll be like at home doing dishes or something and then i'll hear this massive like just pull of the door and people yelling and coming in. And I'm like, my parents just don't knock. They just go straight in. So <laughs> You've I was like, had enough? No, I know I haven't had enough, but I'm definitely appreciating having my own space. Yeah. So I'm just wondering if like, same thing for you, like when you're at that kind of stage, like it's amazing having family around. It's good to be connected with them in that way. But then like, you're like, oh, I'd love to be able to just chill. Yeah. 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 So. The Cranny family also doesn't hold back at uh the annual christmas party <laughs> which i was honored to be invited to you got, you got an exclusive in, invite and this there's year. a full table of red and green jello shots <laughs> <You're> <laughs> oh, <joking. shit>. man <laughs> i love that Take it my, down. do not hold back my youngest sister lauren made them last year and then we weren't gonna make them again this year and she started she like made a few and then my dad was like i don't think there's enough i think we should make some more jello shots it was like the red ones were like vodka and green was tequila or something (laughs) i did not partake you didn't partake oh man i would have been all down that shit i would have no it was on the 23rd and i had a workout on the 24th so you can run through stop blaming blaming ritz again that's all i heard he showed up and he was like i got an 8 30 workout tomorrow this bird walked in the door he's not getting it he's not getting an invite back he's not getting an invite back not how that happened no not an invite back if you're not touching those jello shots way cooler than you just made me sound so lame i'm kidding i mean i am i am but you know we are very happy that you made an appearance <laughs> uh, did you have a good Christmas, New Year's time back here at home? I did, yeah. my uh, Both my sisters are back, and my grandma's here, and she's, like, one of the coolest people ever, ever so. That's awesome. It's been good. Do you yeah. have, like, New Year's resolutions slash goals lined up? Like, in our last episode, we, we did a big New Year's episode, so we're not going to, like, harp on it too much, but do you have, do you kind of do that type of thing? Um, I... I feel like it's a good time to, like, I just like setting goals. I feel like I do it mostly in the fall just for, like, the next season. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a big resolutions person. I'm honestly not a big New Year's person, if I'm being honest. I feel <laughs> like it's just, like, there's so much, like, hype 
You're gonna get separated. Just like another day. I think it yeah, is the yeah. Most. yeah. It's and it's always it's yeah. always destined to fail because no matter how much people hype up New Year's, I reckon it's never gonna be as good as you think it will be. Yeah. So you have that way. It's better to be spontaneous with it and like maybe just see what how how the night goes. That's how my family always plays. Like let's just it's see smart. how the night goes yeah. and if it's a good time, it's a good time. Because you put too much about, pressure on it. I thought you were talking about resolutions. <laughs> we'll, just see, we'll just see how it goes. I mean, my resolution, I am doing that right now because I've. Not, I put, not putting any pressure on I'm it. Not putting any pressure. I'm not putting any pressure on me having one vegan meal a week, but I probably should. Because <laughs> yeah. that, that. that was my resolution. Wait, what's your resolution? To what? eat one vegan meal a week. That's wow. right. It's only Monday. It's only Monday. Yeah, you have the Yeah, no. Well, I, I'm going to try and cook that, um, that get recipe I got, you guys got from New York for me. From that, from was that it vegan fan. mac and cheese? Or it something? was no, it was some tofu. Pacho or pepe? No, it was like it was like up. peanut butter and shit in it. Yeah, but it, it, was, it was. It was like it was like I don't know. Pasta. Whatever it was, I'm gonna try and make it, and that can be my vegan meal because I'm trying to do one once a week. And then Jonas gets back on the third. He's gonna help me with. He's gonna cook for me <laughs> once a week. He's just cooking for me once a week while he's back. <laughs> Is that your only resolution? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. What, <laughs> what like spurred that? Are I wanted you, like, to do, my do my, my resolution was I wanted to bench three ten, but I don't think that'd be like <laughs> great my running. Okay. Uh, not <laughs> what spurred it was like I was watching something. I was down a rabbit hole and I was bored. I was doing something with I was mucking around with Gus and I was looking on these videos and I was looking on like uh, I think David Attenborough had some sort of speech about if you ate like one meal mostly vegetarian, just one even one meal, not like one whole day. It, like the amount of uh, like environment that you could save is like, or like save as a preserve. I don't know. There was some sort of weird stat. I'm not an expert. I'm on sold. It. But it, it kind of <laughs> sold me. I was like, maybe I should do that. Just like one, because like I can't give away meat. I just love meat too much. But I'd love to try at least once a week, try and eat something that's not too you, costly on the environment. Will you post it on Instagram to hold you accountable? Oh, can yeah, we do you that? Do a weekly, a weekly. Yeah. People, people would really get around that. I can do it. Yeah. Like, and then you could have like you. I reckon you can inspire a lot of people. Yeah. No, I, I'm definitely like keen to do that because for me as well, I feel like being like obviously having responsibility for that is all like meatless Mondays. Meatless Mondays, maybe I could Looks. do. It, I, definitely the best pun is yeah. T- today <laughs> vegan. No, it's no vegan. Yeah, you're gonna do it today. No, no, yeah. vegan, vegan Wednesday. That works. That, Fuck it. It's <laughs> <laughs> not much else. Genius. Meatless Monday is probably the best, but it's a good day because it's a recovery day. So like usually like on hard workout days, I'm craving like soy Saturdays. <laughs> soy Saturdays. I like that. Don't, let, don't let Dathan hear that. <laughs> oh, you should. You will laugh. My family and I took Dathan out to dinner. Sorry, this is a complete sidetrack. No, but we went to Sherpas, which is we three Delicious. of us. I don't, have you been to Sherpas? Yeah. Great place to eat. Anyway, we got some tofu. Uh, vegetable like stuff for entree Did he and leave? you just usually <laughs> Dathan just lean over it to grab this chicken dumpling <laughs> and my and my dad goes oh you don't like tofu and Dathan's like good god man don't no put that in my body and like, my mom looked over and she's like what's wrong with tofu I was like don't start with him don't no, start with him start him are don't you a big him. tofu family no my mom's vegetarian <laughs> okay. but my like my my brother and I eat anything so we're very happy to eat anything as long as it doesn't kill us mm-hmm. so that's our kind of motto with it but I I do like tofu I love I, tofu. I've grown on tofu quite the last few years. So mm-hmm. yeah. you've grown on it, or it's grown on you. <laughs> <laughs> it's it not, if it's growing on me, then I need to see the doctor. But it's grown. On, it goes both ways. It goes both ways. Yeah, yeah it's a relationship. Let's just say that I'm going to be eating Jonas's tofu because it's been he's been growing it for a while. Can't wait. Can't yeah. wait. So at least you don't do resolutions, but you did mention that you kind of have already done a bit of like goal setting, like back in the fall. Are you able to share any of that with us? Yeah, I think, I mean, this is going to sound, like, so, like, 
cliche, but I think a big part of like how I want to approach this year is like sounds so good like enjoying and embracing wow, the process wow are you serious <laughs> you, you want to enjoy it <laughs> you want to have fun doing this that's so lame <laughs> i cannot believe you just said that. <laughs> next thing you know she's gonna say and live laugh love yeah. <laughs> i want to find i think that's the team boss motto <laughs> the team boss motto is live laugh love scott farble <laughs> what about what about the model of go- you're gonna go you, you definitely one of your main goals is to win the olympics surely yeah, yeah? yes damn right sure. but yeah. you have to have fun Olympic gold. but you have yeah. to have fun if yeah. you win the Olympic gold medal and you don't have fun is we're it taking it? it off you it you're it? not you're not keeping that medal disqualified for not having fun we'll stop interrupting yeah <laughs> of course we're joking that's a, that's a great goal and it please continue good. yes we all have that same goal we all have the same goal um okay no yeah in all seriousness I think I finished um this year and just felt like very 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 burnt out and yeah just like a feeling that I haven't had about running in a long time of like, oh my gosh, do I want to keep doing this? So I think, um, yeah, I want to kind of find that like, yeah, the like wonder around it a little bit more again. Um, and yeah, I guess big goal would be since it's 2024, making the Olympic team, Olympic gold medal. Damn right. Damn right. Damn right. Make it two. Double. It's gonna be great when you. Act, it's gonna be great when you when Double you achieve that because we've we've got it here first. You know, we were we were the first ones to to have that out there. Um, what about like you said you were burnt out from from last season? Are you looking forward to racing more, racing less? Like, are there, is there any gonna be changing in your racing schedule now that you've shifted to to Team Boss? Are you looking forward to like any certain races that you might want to dip your toes into? Yeah. Um, I'd like to do a few more 1500s. Ooh. I knew you were going to say that. I knew that was coming. <laughs> That's this a good answer. The, this is just the same podcast this we had yeah. a year I and a half like ago. I feel like I did say that last year, and then I think I did like two. Yeah. <laughs> it's still so, more than zero. Yeah. And we, we had, we had hope for a second when you were entered in it, and then you said, fuck that. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. And then scratched 1500. So maybe this will be the year of the 1500. Oh. Well, well, how does, how does, does Joe, how does Joe feel about that? I feel like he. I feel like he's supportive. He's on board. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Has that transition with Joe been easy? Like, communication's good, on the yeah. same page and yeah, everything. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah, Joe's been really great to work with so far. I feel like, um, yeah, he's been great, like to communicate with, and I think like building back up slowly. I feel like I was a bit of a like wreck when I first joined because yeah. Like Did I you said, run all the way to pr- pre? Pre? Yeah. Did you pay? I paced, paced pre. Yeah. yeah. That was super late. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, I feel like I was just toasted. And then I was, like, trying to figure out what I was doing and, like, pack up my stuff and drive. And so I got here and I was, like, (laughs) I am (laughs) very out of shape slash, like, still kind of burnt out. So he's been really good, I feel like, about, like, communicating, staying, like, being very much on the same page of, like, easing back into it slowly. Do you have um, a calendar, like an indoor in an indoor schedule or anything like that or just still playing it by feel still playing it by feel um i need to get the 5k standard so 
I if I'm in a spot to do that and like feeling like training's going well, I'd love to get that done indoor. Just a low low trip to Boston. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you in Boston. We'll see you there on one of those weekends. <laughs> I are you guys going to Boston? We are, and we're going early. I'm I'm wondering how many different weekends there, because generally in a year there's one maybe two I think, which are like the weekends where people like the races are there to hit the standards. Yeah. I'm wondering how many there will be this year, just because I think everyone knows. Mate, it's like we've got to maximize right. the first one. They already hit the standards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're making yeah, so much true. money at that track, man. I, I heard. I, I don't think it'll happen, but I did hear rumors about a 10k at Boston. I would just Indoor? Say. I heard rumors. We had there was talk of that a couple of years ago, but it didn't happen. Wouldn't I feel like be, it's coming around again. Wouldn't that be crazy? Would you guys do so it? So many laps. Mm. Would any of you do it? Joe would definitely do it. I think Joe yeah. would do it. Joe would love to do yeah. it, actually. You're right. I think will what we would do, do is... Will you ever do a 10K? Just 50 laps. <laughs> yeah, no, just quietly. Think about. <laughs> definitely not. I mean, the only 10K I, I was thinking that I was talking about the other day. Um, 5K, I'm excited to progress to that in the next few years. Not not yet. 1500 staying at that. But I was talking to Dathan and he didn't really like it. But Because he's thinking like I'd go from 5K straight to marathon. The natural progression. The natural progression. <laughs> natural. And I told him, Skip I was like, what about triathlon? You train me for the, the <laughs> oh, run. No. And then I got a swimming coach back home. Because I've been swimming a lot with my cross training. I'm fucking crushing it. Man, I can four, see why K. Dathan didn't like that. He didn't like that because he doesn't get all the glory. If I, if I did well in the triathlon, no one's going to be like, oh, who was always coaching the run? Oh, it's all right. He's a good running anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> like they, he would, he just wouldn't have the glory. Whereas if I ran a 10K on the track, and particularly with Dathan being a 10K guy, yeah. you know, and Alicia and Joe, like... He'd just love to have everybody race the 10K, to be honest. <laughs> He'd love us all marathoners eventually. The 10K is brutal. Like, honestly, hats off to you for running that and to, to you, Morgs. But I've run one. Yeah, but you've still <laughs> run one. Man, one more than us. It's like, oh, it's just, it's such a war of attrition out there. You know, I, we did just joke about it, but I do, I mean, this is coming from someone that has no experience. I can see how mentally, like, doing the marathon is almost easier than the 10K. Mm. I, 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 I feel like that, but I don't I know agree. if that's true. Yeah. I, was, I feel like I was talking to someone about that the other day. I have no idea I haven't done a marathon. Like, no, so no, I yeah, neither have I. No, neither I'm, like, I. sure when you hit 21 miles, it's just, like, absolutely terrible. But I feel like the, especially, like, the world majors where you have so much, like, energy on the course, it just mm -hmm. seems... It, it must like, bring you along. Yeah. Like, you don't get that energy in the 10K because you get the start, maybe the first couple K, and yeah. then it kind of goes quiet, and then you get the last few K, so it's yeah. like a bit of a dead period. And the, and, and you also just have the lab counter. Like, oh, you look at the lab counter, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, 17 laps to go. Oh, my God. And you have to run so quick. Yeah. I think the marathon, you know, if you, if it's hurting at mile five, like you're in big trouble. Yeah. The 10K, the paces that people run now, like you're hurting at like 2K. Like, yeah. like bad like it's not slow at all mm. you don't have any room for like jogging for a little I remember bit I feel like pack, for it was pack running is mentally easier than just single file for 25 laps too mm. yeah <laughs> if that's that's our also in marathons there's little uphills little downhills mixes things up like a little switch it up. honestly yeah. you get to drink in the marathon yeah you get drink <laughs> <laughs> you get a, you get a morning drink, drink break get a little yeah. sugary get a little sugary drink <laughs> get a mountain dew in you <laughs> a little drink break so a little drink break can't be that bad Ollie will only have mountain dew when he's a marathoner Flat That'll beer. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel like when I'm when I'm drinking spirit? beer, at least I always feel like I'm running home quicker. Really? Yeah. <laughs> if I'm ha if I had a few beers in me and I'm like just like I'm just gonna run home, I'm not gonna get an Uber. I'm running pretty fast. As opposed to when you normally run home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't normally. Do you like track your pace when you do that? You just feel amazing. I just feel just good. Like, yeah. I never track my pace, by but feel. I feel like I'm running three minute k's. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine seeing that, like. Yeah. <laughs> in in uh in freaking Aaron Williams boots, just yeah. running, running uh three minute k's. Is that yeah. on your final surge? 
No, don't tell Dathan about that. I'm already I'm already dealing with injuries. I don't want him to think that he, I'm actually doing that because he'll he'll lock me in a room like Harry Potter and make sure that I do my stuff and then put me back in the closet. Secret training, I love it. Yeah, getting back to at least in the in the running a little bit. I do love how you put it in the end, like looking to find the wonder of the running again. I think making such a big switch training wise, training group wise, is like very good way to try and achieve that we do have written down on the notes like i didn't i didn't write this but it's like <laughs> it's like whatever she's comf whatever she's comfy talking about jerry stuff so it wasn't the three of us right? I don't know. Gus must have wrote it. I, I, we have a ghostwriter. so yeah. <laughs> he writes the notes but we're just industry plants just to because i just to give you, con I know you listen to us religiously, but give you context. There was a time period, which was like real early days for us, where we, I would say we were more hard in Bauman. And we have in some ways softened up. Like we just don't talk about it as much mostly. Mm. Uh, but we like the move to Eugene, et cetera, et cetera. Like we, we obviously talked about all that stuff. And, we had a very vocal opinion about and that. looking at like how bleak it is and how, well, I don't know. Bleak is the right word. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> not oh, we're, we're not even that hard. Not, we're not. I love it how you went from not even that hard to straight, just be like bleak as, as the adjective. But I mean that from the perspective of like the athletes as things like kind of get stripped away a little bit, uh, as like you just don't have the same training partners there, et cetera. Is there anything you could look at this as like kind of like a, I don't know, a, not a therapy session because we're not licensed therapists. <laughs> but anything you want to get we're not qualified for that. <laughs> we're not qualified for that, at least. Is there anything that you want to discuss about? I know like like why you left and like how you felt at the end and like what some of the issues were. You can say no as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. Now I feel like we're in a therapy session. You're like, do you need to like <laughs> dig into the rest of your time at Fireman? Yeah. <laughs> Just, I think it'll be positive for everyone, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, I think, like I said, I had a really like positive experience there. I think the last year and the move was hard on like the whole team, I would say. I think just like adjusting to a new place. And I think, um, I think for a while there was just like a little bit of like, I would put myself in there. I think just like negative in how we like felt about it at first. And I think, um, I think in a lot of ways, the cool thing um, over the course of last year, I feel like, is that I feel like it brought us much closer as a team because I feel like we were all like, okay, we're in it. We're here this year. Like, we're staying here. Um, like, we're in a new spot, but we need to, like, make the best of the situation. And I feel like um, in a lot of ways, I think that was, like, really positive for team culture just because I feel like it was like, okay, you're all, like, very much in this together and we're all on this um, mission together. And yeah, so I mean, I feel like I left on really good terms. Like I said, it was like a very hard decision. I um, have have and can like still have a very good relationship with Jerry and everyone on the team. And I think for me, it was just like I like needed something different. I needed I like really felt like I needed to come home to Colorado, kind of like we were talking about earlier. I kind of felt like I was at the point where if I didn't make a change, like, I didn't really know if I, like, wanted to keep keep on going. And so, um, for me, I would say it wasn't necessarily about, like, the move to Eugene or anything specific, but more just, like, yeah, I just need to do something. More about your journey yeah. than the journey of Bauman. Yeah. You've been there for four and a half years. Yeah. It's not, like, yeah. one year. Yeah. I think that's a thing, too. Like, I started to think about when I was thinking about leaving. I was, like, I mean, that's how much... Like, that's how long I was in college, and sometimes I feel like it's good to just switch it up anyways. Like, mm. you know, get exposed to, like, 
you know, slightly different training or some new gym, like just, I don't know, different yeah. stimulus on the body, different stimulus on the mind. 100%. <laughs> Definitely. Can you explain, this is not like an in-depth question, but from the outside, I get confused sometimes how it works from a coaching perspective because you have Jerry, you have Shalane, and now Chris Alinsky is there and they all have positions at Oregon. Yeah. How does it work from the specific Bauman coaching? Yeah, so... Um, yeah, Chris joined like beginning of last year, which was really nice. Actually, I really enjoyed working with Chris. Um, and I feel like that was helpful to have like another person to just because then if they were traveling for meets or had to be there for workouts and we were at altitude, like one of the three of them could come. Um, so I think, um, like that was really nice to have him. Um, but yeah, it was just a lot of kind of like split time. Like you'd either have Chris come up to altitude for a workout or two or like Jerry would come in and out and um, we would have someone there like when they'd be traveling for meets, um, which was nice. But yeah, everyone was like splitting their time between both. So it was kind of just a little just bit of everything. Just a mix mash. Yeah. Out of the three of them, who, who's your favorite? <laughs> oh, okay, man. Kill, f- no. <laughs> kill, marry, fuck. No, no, no. No, no, but like, no, I'm kidding. Well, I, I, I'm joking. But you know what? That, that like your whole journey with that kind of gives me the analogy of like Justin Timberlake with like his what was the boy band he was in <laughs> NXS you know NXS and in sync in sync you know like so like in sync like great great group you know great music and then Justin Timberlake left to find his own journey that's what I'm kind of getting from at least with Bauman you know it's the same analogy it's such a poor analogy I think it works pretty well I like also that happened when we were like three years old but one, I, I, one, the only, other one, the only one, other one I can one think direction. of is One Direction and like Harry Styles you know or, or Niall Horn is it Niall Horn Horn Horan? what about Zane? what about Louis yeah but Zane's not that good man Louis Louis crap he's trash <laughs> Louis, Louis trash it's Harry and Niall really they were the they were the talented ones Harry Styles is definitely well very clearly come out on top there yeah he has <laughs> he has so wait so we're comparing at least to Harry Styles and not Justin Timberlake we're just confirming that I guess you can who would you prefer to be um Man, that's hard. I pressure's on. <laughs> yeah, it's a very in-depth question. <laughs> it's very serious, very serious question. Um, I'll go Harry Styles. Okay, I think all right. So well then we'll, we'll say it's we'll say way. Bauman's One Direction, and then this is this is just the the, the transition. Can't believe this analogy hasn't come up yet. Yeah, <laughs> it's so are really. It's so obvious. <laughs> it, yeah, it's a, it's a good one, isn't it? Yeah. Was it sick running at um? Wow, I'm blanking. Haywood Field. For, for training? Yeah, it actually was, it was really cool. You guys have pacing lights there or no? Uh, no, we don't have pacing lights. Okay. You seem to work out under the lights a lot. Um, at least they have recently. No, they have recently. That's a new thing. Mm. I, d- I don't think I ever you worked out under the lights. The double, no. Did you ever do double days there? No. apparently they do that now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. on the street. New thing. Uh, but yeah, it was actually great working out at Hayward. I do feel like that was something that was really cool at USA's this year. Like, Showing up, be like, okay, we've worked out here like twice a week for the last. You know, every inch of that track. Yeah. 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 Flip side, how uncool was it running on Priest Trail every day? (laughs) 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 Uh, It got very old. Yeah. (laughs) It got very, very old. Love that place. Yeah. (laughs) Where where else can you, like, this is a genuine question because when I've, Eugene and I have an interesting relationship. And every time I go in, I'm usually running on Priest Trail. And, like, I like it, but I could definitely not see myself running there every day. Is there anywhere else you could run? Have you run on Amazon? 
Oh, Isn't that the same thing? It's like the other end, but they're the two other different. Pre-trail. But there's nothing else other than Amazon and Prairie Trail. That's it. Not like right around there. There's There are a couple nice places. There's like a nice bike path. There's a nice like gravel road that's probably like 30 minutes away. Okay. Um, so that was really nice. Yeah. Um, there's another place that's like 10 minutes away called Doris Ranch, I think. That's pretty nice. Although yeah. I feel like we went there like... Week one after we moved there, and Woody's car got broken into. So then we didn't really go, we didn't really oh, no. go back for a while. Is that why? Is that why Woody smashed. left? Yeah. Woody left. He's like, that's the last straw. That's the last straw. My car broken into. I'm out of here. Yeah. 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 She reminds me. You can also say no to this, but was there, like, obviously a lot of people have left. Was there like, how is there like discussions between like. You grant Cooper like, oh, like I'm thinking of leaving. Are you le- uh, are you leaving? I'm <laughs> I might. Leave. Is there a secret group chat? Of you guys <laughs> yeah. are saying, are you doing it today or tomorrow? Yeah. What are you doing? It? Can we schedule There's it? There's not who's, a group chat. Who's leaving? No. Are you leaving now or like in six months? <laughs> this reminds me. Of this. So Nick Harris. So yeah. he he initially went to Washington with Metcalf, and they all hated him. Oh, they do have. A they group they chat. hate him, and they had a group chat called Transfer Boys, and it was all yeah. the people on the like team before they left. Yeah, they knew they were that they, they were transferring. Oh my gosh! Did you was it was it transfer? No, kids? no, <laughs> there was nothing like that. Uh, yeah, I think I mean especially when you look at Grant and Cooper, like I think I think that's a thing that like makes me sad from the outsides. I do feel like it looks like, okay, everyone left at once, but I do think everyone left for very different reasons. Mm. Um, and I think that, like, kind of gets missed, like, from the outside. So, but I, I would say, like, yeah, I'd, I mean, I definitely think for a while when you have some people thinking, talking about, oh, like, maybe I'm going to leave, like, it kind of has everyone on edge, you know, mm. because you're Wait. just like, okay, like, a bunch of people going to leave? Like, what's going to happen? Yeah. You depend on each yeah. other. Yeah. And that's kind of what I was saying. Like, I feel like everyone got, like, really, really close last year. And so I think when you're, yeah, when you're in it together and then there start to, people start to be like, oh, like, I don't know, am I going to leave or not? It starts to be. Makes it even harder. Yeah. 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 Can you confirm or deny, is uh, is there going to be, like, some sick Oregon to Bauman pipeline? Is that, like, the long-term goal, do you think, for the team? I would imagine so. Mm. I mean, I feel like it's hard not to imagine that that's makes a lot of sense. What would eventually? I do hope the Oregon team does better, though. (laughs) They they haven't like to the standard of like Bauman, you know. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully there'll be a a dynasty there. Yeah, no, there'll be a dynasty there in a few years. (laughs) But you know, I'm 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 hoping that Jerry can you know push it out in a year or so. Let's push it out quicker. Is what we like. Let's (laughs) push it out. Good, pushing, uh, pushing out absolute <laughs> raw talent, George. Raw talent. Just push it That's out, what he's dude. pushing out. Pushing out that pipeline. <laughs> the Oregon to Bauman pipeline. What, it, 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 <laughs> I mean, they should just change Bauman colors to green and uh, gold. <laughs> that'd really. Be, that'd be that would actually be a crazy like a change. Continuation of yeah, but it keeps, they keep Bauman, obviously, the logo well, and does, everything, but they just change the colors. So does the like Oregon track Oregon. club exist? No. Still? Not the elites. No. So they could kind of like marry mm. each other, become become and then have one, a baby and then that would be like i mean from a i'm just thinking like a more marketing standpoint kind of it'd be mm. more maybe they could that's we what could it help was with before it. Yeah. maybe we could we could help it out we could consult for we could consult a certain and different brands yeah <laughs> no no i can't wait till dathan does that with cu Chase, take you, you know he's applying for that job when that job comes out <laughs> Dave, take it. yeah because he wants to like he wants to like let them know that he could get it like mm-hmm. he wants on probably just be like i don't know if he would take it he though. wouldn't you take don't it think he would he, he would just put his name in there because he wants to like 
have it there, but he wouldn't take you it. You don't think he just would to prove he could want to coach college? No, because I think Dathan, particularly the type of coach, I guess these two might have a different opinion, but the the coach that I see in Dathan is that I don't think he could deal with all the bureaucracy of being a college coach, like all the bullshit that goes on. Like, there's so much stuff that you have to do, and like particularly with compliance and stuff. Like, I just don't see Dathan dealing with that stuff. Like, he's already like running around like a headless like, chicken yeah, team, like doing so much shit which is like amazing there's so many rules in the NCAA yeah and I, I don't think Dathan could juggle that and then our team because he puts like way too much time in our team already I feel like I don't even think like yeah. it's pretty much our team 99% of the time and then 1% of the time it's maybe he can watch Seinfeld or something like everything else is just <laughs> our team so like him going to see you I don't I don't see it that working but I mean be cool to be, be cool to get access to those facilities though yeah <laughs> Well, Coach Prime did think he was the head, he was the coach that one time we were in the track. Well, he he walked up to training. Yeah, because really? we, we were at we were training at the track and we we're paying for it um, during the winter last season. And Coach Prime was there on his bike, like just riding around with his entourage. And he saw Dathan and the team working out there. And he obviously probably thought that like, well, they're at the CU track. There's this is definitely the track and field team. So he goes, "Keep it up, Coach." Gave him came a handshake, and Dathan's like, "Yeah, we'll do, sir." And then Dathan like literally in the back of his head's like, he thinks I might work more, doesn't he? <laughs> like. So, yeah, maybe Dathan could just trick him. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, so, thank you, Elise, for answering our questions <laughs> yeah. about, about, your, about your past. <laughs> I think everyone wanted to hear the answer to them. Um, is there anything else that we, we want to ask her? I think we've had a lovely conversation so far. Is there anything else you would like to talk about? I want to know <laughs> if the rumor – is the rumor true that Nick and Joe have acquired electric scooters to pace the team? Oh, they have acquired electric <laughs> Oh, my God. It is true. <laughs> it's actually genius. It is true. I don't know if it's for pacing or fun or both. <laughs> it's but it both. was a Christmas gift. That's what like to each other or? Uh, from, from the, the team. team. So nice. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> it sounds really smart. You know, we did a whole unveiling at the Christmas You guys posted dinner. it on the, on the oh. socials. Little, yeah, a little like classic, you know, like when you're young and you have like a big exciting gift in the garage like opens and they had nice oh that's nice I thought it was going to be a car ready to go yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, going to be a new car with um, are you a big Taylor Swift fan I'm a big Taylor Swift fan okay so you you mold you mold him well <laughs> with Team Boss because I think on their Instagram they only follow like Taylor Swift and really somebody else <laughs> such a random aside so you just reminded me Mo Katia follows five people on Instagram and it's like his sponsor maybe his girlfriend, I know, and one of them's Call of Duty. And it's just so funny that he only follows five people. I'm looking at that and, like, <laughs> that's what Myro aspires to, to be. be. Yeah. Like, that level of, like, focus. Yeah, just Damn. not following anyone. So. Oh, is it good that you're a Taylor Swift fan? What's, it, what's, um, like, so most of the time in the gym, do they play a lot of Taylor Swift? Is that, like, the thing? Um, the vibe? That's the vibe I'm getting. I feel like the there's media. been a good amount of Taylor Swift. I feel like usually when Emma's around, there's like, a lot of Taylor she Swift. is, like, She's dead, dead hardcore. Do you, do you, have you brought like, cause I know when like you bring people into, to a team, like, do you bring in like some sort of like good music? Like, do you bring in some music or what do you, what do you bring in? Aside from the running, <laughs> what are you bringing in? Like you're bringing in like, you know, like jello shots, jello shots, <laughs> uh, muffins, uh, Taylor, like Taylor Swift remixes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Never before heard Taylor yeah. Swift remixes. Um, Let's see. No, I don't really bring. I don't really bring music. I feel like they got the Taylor Swift situation covered. The down pat, yeah. Yeah, I I feel like usually wherever I go, I feel like I bring I bring a lot of questions. Okay. Like I bring like some. You know, <laughs> That's like a really wise answer. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. I you know I feel like when I first joined the team, I feel like for a while I was getting everyone's like 
meeting story with their like significant other. So that mm. that was good. I was like yeah. asking a lot of questions. So, so you're like getting that. you're getting the infrastructure. Yeah, the teams. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. That's a good thing to do. But bring. I need yeah. to think about what else I bring to the table. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I didn't mean it to be like a personal thing. I was like, you know, when like like when Morgan when Morgan joined our team, like when Morgan would take over like the orcs and play some music. Like everyone loved like the you know the type of music he play. You know, it, like Joy brings in like you know some some banter and some focaccia sometimes. You know, like occasionally Carmella, focaccia. Carmella brings in like muffins. You know, okay. like people bring in different stuff. Yeah, oh, mostly okay. foods. I have, I have a better one. Mostly foods and music. I mean, I think questions is a good answer, but I have a better answer. <laughs> um, I really like to make homemade sangria, so I brought that to the Christmas mm. dinner. Damn, you're, so we're like, gonna have to get Mario and uh, <laughs> we're gonna get Mario and Carmela to try that sangria because they're experts. I like that you brought it to the party. It's like, so I bring that to training once, <laughs> <Yeah>. twice, <laughs> three <laughs> times a week. Spring sangria to training. Nice job with muffins, <laughs> I guess, you know. At least turns up with sangria. Yeah, sangria. No, that's a that's. That's a good. Now I'm getting back in my in my memories of Team Boss. Well, one thing I really remember on the music side of it is apart from Taylor Swift being as a constant, is Joe in particular. We get really obsessed with like other songs, and just like artists in general. Like when I, a, I know one when song. an album c- comes out, like when MGK released his album, when Miley Cyrus released her album, they get obsessed, yeah. and then so the same songs just get played. One song that I remember when you were Team Boss when we first moved here, and you showed me videos of when we were living at Maxwell. Um, is the horses by Daryl Braithwaite? Yeah, they go super into the horses. Oh my gosh! Wait, I think someone, I think Katie put that on the other day. It's a massive song in Australia. (laughs) It's like no, it's like literally like a karaoke song in Australia. Everyone knows it. Everyone sings it when they're shit faced. It's like a big (laughs) song. And I remember Morgan showing me a video of Joe perfectly from word to word singing that song. It was the most impressive thing to see from a non-Australian. Yeah. Did you introduce them? Yeah. Yeah. The annoying thing is that Joe and Nick are both incredibly musically talented and nick you know that he's yeah. you know he's an artist joe it su- surprises you a bit that he's actually he's an amazing singer and he can sing really loud so when he decides to like belt it out it's actually like impressive he is very good <laughs> but i do feel like he does get very stuck on one song or he always has like one song stuck in his head and he'll just like he had you're losing me by taylor swift for like the last several weeks and I feel like we'd enter a new week and I'm like you still have it's the time. same song stuck in your head he'll start playing you it while you're working bridge. out like yeah. he would do that yeah I feel like Good a time. team boss staple is the annual migration to Scottsdale is yes, that happening it is happening it oh is nice, happening. nice. Yeah. When, when is that happening I'm jealous uh, mid January Okay, so pretty soon. Pretty yeah, soon. pretty soon. Very yeah. jealous. Nice. Yeah, we'll never go. Yeah, we're never again. we're never going back. Unfortunately, you're not going back to Scottsdale. Well, we'd love to. When we first started the team, George, myself, uh, Alicia, and Joe, or and Carlos, and the rest of the team that were there, Leah, Litia, Emily. <laughs> I'm just naming everyone that was <laughs> in the original <laughs> team. Anyway, we all had a great time. It was a great trip, like bonding wise, because we just started the team. Great trip, and then we went to Florida the next year. <laughs> and Morgan was with that trip, and I like talked up so Costello so much, and then we went to Florida. And it was a fucking shit show. It's bad, man. It's it was bad. so bad, it was so bad. So we don't do that anymore. <laughs> so, so why don't you just go back to Scottsdale? We want to, but I think Dathan, had, like George mentioned, like that gym is like yeah, not our a gym good ex- is too. Our is gym too is nice. really good. Like we just had stuff set up pretty well here, and Dathan invests like enough money to make the winter training here pretty good. And last year he kind of. Sp- a sneaky one on us where he told, <laughs> he he told us at the start of the winter where 
if the weather is looks like it's going to be bad enough, we would take a short trip to Scottsdale. And, and the weather was terrible. <laughs> the weather was terrible every week. Yeah, it was so every bad. Week the and, was and every time Joe Joe would tell the practice, goes, "Wow, it would have been great if we were on that Scottsdale trip." And then Dayton's in the corner pacing around, going, "Maybe next week. Maybe next Joe week." Joe would like Joe happened. would like screenshot flights to Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. He, would, he would send the weather in yeah. from Boulder and Scottsdale, and send them both side by side. No into context. No context is that. It Never so happens because it's just too expensive. Treadmill yeah. every time. So. It's, it's, it's not going to happen, I don't think. We we'll just live vicariously through you guys. Yeah, we're just yes. going to watch the Team Boss Instagram and, and wish that, we were there. That, that's <laughs> and just run on the treadmill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that will be us. Yeah. That will be us. Uh, uh, well, Elise, thank you so much for coming on. Before you leave, for everyone listening, thank you for making it this far. We do have the giveaway. We're giving away actually a Gus party for this episode. Uh, in order to <laughs> enter, we would love for you guys to please comment your New Year's resolution and just make sure that you're following on Instagram both the Coffee Club accounts and Elise's account as well. And we'll announce the winner next episode. So that's the uh, that's the that's how long you have to do it. As if you don't want this. Come on, guys. You can As resell if. that. Imagine if they resell it. Just <laughs> I can you fetch a you, you good fetch price? <laughs> for it. Yeah, custom. Little you, good for the sport. I don't know if they've seen this because uh, he's always it's always back facing yeah. this way. But good for the sports sweater. Yeah, as well. So. Very, very cool plush toy. The great thing about this one, doesn't slobber and doesn't lose hair. It's fantastic for uh, for those yeah those people who don't want to do it. Can sleep in the bed with you. Can sleep in the bed with you. Um, and yeah, you don't wake up to slobber and just lickies. Yeah. So yeah. Elise, once again, thank you so much for returning. Yeah, thanks for having me back. Thank you, everyone. It's, for it's good. It's good. It's good for us to that we got her on back because you know Feels you never know if, mm. if they want to come back on or they tell you to get <laughs> fucked. You just never know. No, she said get fucked initially. <laughs> we kind of bargaining. Yeah, <laughs> bargaining. Uh, but that's it from us today, episode 118. I think. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you all next week. 